Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at Powerslam.tv. The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Yo, 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 what up? This is Rocky Asuka Romero of Chaos, and you are listening to Keeping It Strong Style, the ace of podcasts. Yo, this is Rich Ladder from One Nation Radio. This is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. We present to you the Ace of Podcasts, Keeping It Strong Style. Let's go. It's the Ace of Podcasts, Keeping It Strong Style. Covering New Japan, they ready to hold it down. Jeremy Donovan and the young boy Josh. Come and hit a job out in Barrio the Frost. From Tokyo Dome over to the G1. Social Suplex is the network where we can get it done. I'm a chiller. And let them have it Cause this is just an intro Keeping the strong style Six stars from the get-go, boy Yeah, from Tampa Bay to the Tokyo Dome This is Keeping It Strong Style With your hosts, Jeremy Donovan And the young boy, Joshua Smith And thank you for listening Hey guys, it's Jeremy Donovan here From Keeping It Strong Style What you're about to hear Is audio from the press Q&A That we did on Friday afternoon you will hear interviews with Okada, Jay White, Kevin Kelly, Zack Sabre Jr., Juice Robinson, Kenta, Ishii, Tanahashi, and Naito. Enjoy. Uh, when you went to California recently, kind of okay. previous excursion, you talked about in and out Burger and your experiences. Have you had Whataburger since you've been to Texas? Is there anyone in particular that you think will give you a uh, good challenge in this year's G1? When you went to California uh, last year, I believe it might have been uh, Ryan Sadden asked you uh, your experiences with In-N-Out Burger in California, and uh, we were wondering if uh, you had tried Whataburger since you had been here to Texas, because that's kind of our staple here. はい。はい。ああ、まあ、教えてました if you win the G1 Climax 29, will you declare the runner-up as your number one contender for the Tokyo Dome, or will you choose a different opponent? Um, so 
this year, yeah. will you declare a runner-up as the number one contender or someone else? uh, can you compare your excitement for tomorrow with G1 being G1 Climax being in Dallas to challenging for the IWGP title in Madison Square Garden? How different is the or similar is the excitement? <laughs> オフィシャルだとか、少しの盛り上がってるだけの uh, for, I mean, he's excited for the two, two events at the uh, same level. But um, since this Dallas um, opening um, fight is in uh, Dallas, but especially in overseas, it is the first time, so he's excited about it. Go ahead. Uh, based on your previous experiences, what do you enjoy most about performing in front of American audiences? あの、これまでの経験の中で、大きなオカダコールで、ま、海外でですね、オカダオカダ呼ばれることもなかなか不思議な感覚ですし、だって海外でオカダと本当大きなコールで呼ばれることはやっぱなんか試合してて一番楽しい時でありますね。So, you know, he wrestles uh, usually, I, I wrestle in Japan usually, but when, when I go to Mexico and US, it's all, uh, all, all the chants are different, but uh, it's so um, it's so good to be called, but you know, it's so good to have a chant, or kind of call. Yeah. You stated before that bringing the G1 Climax to the US was a dream of yours. Now that you have to face Tanahashi in the opener, do you have any trepidation towards that? 
or are you excited for the challenge? So, uh, ジョークリティーション。あの、フィアエンザイティ。あ、その、G1の方海外にでやるということを前からこう希望されていて、それが叶ったわけですけども、え、今回田中さんの対戦されるとそれに関してのあの、どう思われますか。それは怖いですか、
、まあ、G1 勝って東京ドームでこのベルトだと言っててやっぱりみんなが目指してるものがこの精神的に目指してるものがこのベルトなんだなと思ってなので本当にもう何回も言ってますけどしっかりこのチャンピオンのまま優勝したいなと G1 クライマックス制したいと思います。Um, like you say,、um, it's so, so difficult to win the G1 as an IWGP champion. And, but I don't think this is impossible that to, to achieve that. And today's conference,、um, I realized again, and everyone is、um, fighting for this belt. So、um, I would like to.、Uh, Be, um, win the G1 tournament as a champion. Thank you, Ara. Same ones, right? Am I picking? Yeah, if you'd like to. Okay, sure. Okay. Eto, Kunka G1 de Naito s e n s h i Koski Sende, Hajimete, Single Tadakao to Mondes Kedomo, Konaito, Tai Naito in Tsite, Kagai Times. Could you tell us how you feel about、um, going against Naito for the first time at the end of the、um, official A Block、um, tournament? So, Naito will fall over everybody when I said I don't care about you know, everybody else in this tournament, but I figured I'd have to repeat myself multiple times. Look, Naito, what is he, the Intercontinental Champion now? Um, you know, there was a chance early in the year where I thought our paths might cross if he,、uh, if he could win the New Japan Cup. He was talking about wanting to be a double champion. And,、uh, but he was, he was out of that, I,、uh, I think, pretty soon, wasn't he? So, so he failed then. So now he gets another chance to get in the ring with me. Yeah, something that、uh, has eluded him. So Naito is always looking for that next thing, that next thing to kind of make him. He's just not quite there. You know, he's always at the forefront in New Japan. The fans love him, but he's missing something. Maybe it is, maybe what he's missing is just some time in the ring with me to, you know, make his name bigger, make him bigger in the, in the eyes of everybody else. So,、um, how do I feel about it? Look, it's, it's just me making all these guys bigger stars as usual. Oh, oh sorry. You got more? Nihongo ni o d e n s h i m a s まあ、今までいろんな選手のことはもうどうでもいいと言ってきたんですけれども、内藤選手は今、インターコンチネンタルのチャンピオンで、えー、とニュージャパンカップの時も、えー、とその可能性があったんだけれども、まあ、俺が、えー、その可能性を潰した、でえーとまあ、今回、またチャンスが来たわけだけれども、内藤選手にチャンスが来たわけだけれども。なんか内藤選手はこう完全にこう 100% じゃないっていうかなんかあの欠けてる部分があるような感じがするんだけれどもまあそれは多分あの俺と勝負をしてそれでえもっとビッグになるそのチャンスっていうのをまあ待ってるんじゃないかなと思いますえそれでそのまあ俺とやるやつはいつももっとやってえもっともっとビッグになっていくっていうまあそういうチャンスがあるわけです。Um, you called America, quote, a cesspit.、Um, what do you dislike about this country so much in your time here? You, for one.、Uh, 
I sit, I sit out there, the, the fans are so entitled, they think, they think everything's owed to them. And that's always been the case with, you know, US-based wrestling fans. So that's why it's a little disappointing that this tournament, you know, it's very historic. However long it's been going for, it's the 29th now. Always starting in Japan. And, you know, I'm not too fond of the, fan, the fans in, uh, in Japan either, but they have at least a little bit more respect for what we do than the fans over here. So the fact that this tournament is starting here, yeah, it's really, it's really disappointing. Um, what makes it CISPA? It's simple, the people. That's it. Do any of your feelings of negativity towards America come from your failure at Madison Square Garden earlier this year? You're feeling a little brave there, huh? Because you're in that seat. All right. My failure? Depends how you look at it. Yeah, I lost the belt, but I also single-handedly sold out the world's most famous arena. So is that really a failure? Um, you know, I'll leave it up to to you guys to uh, decide for yourselves because I can see that it's pretty hard to change some of your mind. So it's like arguing with the idiot, isn't it? It's quite pointless. John Moxley選手が G1 初参戦しますあの元WWEのえ現役バリバリの選手が my thoughts on John Moxley. I don't know. Is he trying to beat me? We saw his video. He has his he has the tally marks on the wall. He's playing with his knives as well. Look, if he wanted, I can give him a T-shirt. You know, I understand why he's come out here because the biggest star is out here. You know, he, he'd obviously he'd been done with the place that he was at. But then look over in Japan and still working. There we go. Look over in Japan and here I am making waves. So he sees that he wants to get in on that, as everybody else does. Uh, those are my thoughts on John Moxley. Yeah, you know, it's almost quite nice as well that for once there's somebody else that's just a little bit closer to me in terms of star power and star quality because I'm so much further ahead of everybody else that I've been having a wrestle recently. So, you know, that's a nice surprise. It's a nice change to have someone a little bit closer. But even John Moxley, I'm still miles ahead of him. ま、俺の意見ではま、どうでも、他の選手はどうでもいいっていう感じなんだけれども、えっとま、そのモクスリーに関してはえっと、俺という大スターがいるから、ま、その、ま、今回出てこなかったのかもしれないけれども、え、
you know, I tried to give him benefit of the doubt. I think we all did. But uh, that's something that uh, we'll have to put on the back burner for now. You know, we've got this tournament right now, so that's uh, that's uh, the forefront of my mind. But no, no, Robbie isn't going to get off easy at all. We don't. We're not going to forget about that. But we'll have to come back to that a little bit later. Can you share um, how was your days with um, the IWGP Championship belt for two months? How were my days? It's the same as when I'm, I'm not with it. I don't, I don't just carry it around with me and go to parks and go play on playgrounds with it. What type of question is that? チャンピオンベルトを持ってその2ヶ月間毎日公園にいたり過ごしていただけじゃないのでまあそういう質問は意味がないかな。G1から2回目ですけど、G1は特別な意味だったりとか。Is it no, it's not special to me. I've said, I just made my point out there that it is a joke that I have to be in this tournament in the first place. You know, I haven't had my rematch from MSG. Tana comes back from a couple months out doing nothing whilst I'm working my ass off in Japan. He says he wants the belt. So now I have to go in and shut him up and then I have to have a match with him. But I still beat him. So I proved myself then. And then Chris fucking Jericho comes in and just jumps to the front of the line, which I understand, but it still pisses me off that I am kept at the back of the line when really I'm at the front. So the fact I'm in this G1, no, it's not special to me. It's sickening that I have to go through this. I have to prove myself against all these other guys. I have to go through all these matches just to win what I already have. And that is the number one contendership for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. あの、今回そのまたまた G1になるっていう、G1に入ったということで、それは全然あの特別なものではない、特別な感情はない。なぜかっていうと、なんで俺がここに入ってえ、その試合をして、IWGPの最終的なその権利の資格を取らなければいけ
miserable life and career. Uh, but overall, is it going to make a difference? No. No, like everybody, I'm miles ahead of Goto. I don't know how, I think I've been in four times now. There was a couple of two tag matches. There was the over-the-top rope 10 man we added in the singles match. And now I've got to do it again. So he is lucky that I'm one in this tournament and that two, the tournament is set up like this. So then he just happens to get another match with me. Because this, if it was just up to... If it was just up to me and they were trying to... Uh, put me in a match with Goto, I would I would not show up. There's no reason for me to have another match with Goto, so he's lucky. えっと、で、ま、そのファイト精神というのはそこで感じた。ただま、その全体的な彼の印象というのは変わっていない。what all the tag matches are, but I'm assuming he's with me, so no, I'm very happy about that. You know, Chase is, uh, he's been doing he's been doing this longer than me, he's been doing it then longer than a lot of guys, and uh, he's often overlooked, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm happy he's going to be by my side for this. Yep. How do you respond to those, not my words, that say Bullet Club has lost some luster since you took the lead role? It's uh, it's yeah. I, I understand what you mean and why they may mean. And that's because the Bullet Club, of all you know, the elite Bullet Club, whatever you want to call it, those guys, they pandered, they pandered to the fans. They kissed their ass. They get, tried to give them everything that they wanted. Me, I'm the opposite. That's that's why it feels that way. You know, those guys try to act like they're best friends with everybody. I'm very clearly above all the other fans, and I, I show it because I already know it. So that's the difference. That's why it feels that way, is because the fans, they're not a part of this with me. I'm not doing this for them. I've said, a lot of, uh, said it a lot of times before. A lot of what I do, I do it in spite of the fans. So that's, that's the main difference there. And, you know, it's a, a fair enough question. And appreciate the disclaimer that wasn't your words. But actually, hang on, and they're saying, no, you, it depends how you look at it. Because, then, like I said, it was still. I was a headline of a sold out MSG show and I'm with Bullet Club. So when you look at those facts, it's probably also not true. Anybody else? Orange shit. Oh, we saw you in Dallas a few years ago with uh, your ROH excursion. Uh, can you talk about your feelings coming back to the city after being gone for a few years? There's, there's no feelings, there's no emotional connection with me in, in this city. I didn't, I forgot I'd even been here until you just, just said that. It's been honest, I can't remember what uh, event that would have been. So, uh, no, there's, uh, 
Sorry, no emotional connection here. Uh, do you listen to any music to hype yourself up before a match, or what are some of your favorite bands? Mm, I do, but any time I get asked, I can never think of what I actually like listening to. And that's that's opening the doors into my uh, into my personal life a little bit, so that you guys don't need to be a part of that. Next question. This will be the last question. All right. Uh, your stablemate, Bad Luck Fale, is in the other block. Um, any expectations to potentially face him in the finals, and is that something you guys have talked about? We, we haven't talked about it yet. We don't want to get too far far ahead of ourselves, but that'd be a that'd be great if we both got that old Bullet Club final. That's the two of us, and then uh, you know he's. He, uh, the reason we got on is we think similarly. So if we got to that point, neither one of us would want to go out there and have a, a uh, beat the shit out of each other. That's you know it's counterproductive for for our goals. So I'm sure if it was that, if that was the case, we would all have a uh, a meeting prior and decide what was the best way to go forward. Thanks, Jay. I've asked questions. For okay. Try to watch I'm sorry. Damon McDonald. Hi. Question. Kevin, uh, being a true sports fan as you are, and the great history of pro wrestling in Dallas, what does it mean to you to be calling G1 in Dallas? When I first came to Dallas, uh, I was with WWE, and Dr. Tom Pritchard and I went over to uh, the site of, and it was still standing at that point, the old Sportatorium. And he was explaining to me, like, as we stood outside in the middle of the night, that's how you got in, that's the entrance. And I had grown up basically watching Stars of World Class, you know, uh, when I lived in Florida. So all of that history combined with all of New Japan's history and the greatest tournament of them all, you know, when you think about Dallas and you think about wrestling and you think about the Von Erich family and all the great stars of here, generation after generation, and now that New Japan gets to put their stamp on it, uh, to me it's just the, it's the perfect scenario for wrestling fans that are my age, that remember those days, uh, and the new younger generation of fans who uh, only, you know, have seen the, they read the archives and they remember the history books, you know. Um, but it's, it's incredible to be at the main chair now. And, you know, Jim Ross, I loved working with him. I always had a great relationship with Jim. And I know that uh, when he and I worked together, we had a lot of fun. We told some great stories. And I just look forward to doing the same thing. Just let the athletes do their thing and tell the stories. And that's pretty much it. Yes. A lot of New Japan Pro Wrestling fans used to say that the only way to watch the show was in Japanese to get the authentic emotional experience. but. From the fans that I talk to and the people that I hear from, I find that's been changing ever since you joined the commentary. Now a lot of people say they prefer to listen to it in English because you bring that emotion to the Gaijin fans outside of Japan. How do you respond to that? Well, I, we try to enhance the story without getting in the way of it. We have to uh, make the experience better for the audience, otherwise there's no benefit to us being there. And so we just try to add value to every show and give uh, give the fans, it's not in, you know, it's not instead of, it's go back and watch it with Japanese, watch it with English, watch both. Um, because I enjoy listening 
to the shows back in Japanese. I enjoy it because it's fun. I enjoy listening. My favorite announced team is Hugo Savinovich and Carlos Cabrera from WWE for years. They were my favorite. And because they put, and I didn't understand, I understood very little of what they said, but I just got a different emotional connection to the product. And so it, it's just another way of telling the story, but relating to the English speaking world and making sure that um, the fans understand who these athletes are, what makes them so special, what they're fighting for, and it, we hope that it helps uh, help them become better fans, more deeper fans. Yes. Um, the Madison Square Garden show was the first non-WWE event in that building since 1960. Now New Japan is coming to the American Airlines Center, which has never hosted a non-WWE wrestling event in the history of the venue. What do you think that says about New Japan's ability to claim market share? Well, I think that it says that there are New Japan wrestling fans all over the world, that there is a lot of market share to go around, and that there are a lot of uh, wrestling fans with different tastes, and they're willing to, you're willing to eat at different restaurants. So it, to me, it's the same thing. It's still food, it's still wrestling. But it's just, it's a, different, it's a different style and a different flavor. When I grew up, I grew up in Florida. And I grew up watching Championship Wrestling from Florida. That's all I had seen live. And then the WWF came to the West Palm Beach Auditorium that I had seen dozens of shows in. And I felt like I was cheating on my girlfriend when I was there. Like it was that, like I had such a loyalty to it. it I felt awful. But now, it, it's so diverse. And the, you know, again, the choices that fans can make, they're at your fingertips. Any, any brand that you want to watch, any wrestling that you want to watch, streaming, gifts on Twitter, whatever, however you want to experience it. So uh, there's a lot of market share to go around. And there are millions and millions of fans who watch just on Monday nights alone during the peak of the Attitude Era who don't watch wrestling anymore. Where did they go? Were they all taken up in the rapture? I think they're still around. They just, they haven't been spoken to and they haven't been found. And now most of those fans have children or have had children, might even have grandchildren now who could be new to wrestling. So each generation there's there's new markets to, to conquer and being able to get there's there's no language barrier to New Japan Pro Wrestling. We can go anywhere in the world. In England. Uh, we just com completed a tour in Australia. Um, in America. In Japan. Wherever. Wherever there is wrestling fans, there can be New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, dude. Kevin, from broadcaster to broadcaster, how do you, you've done these tournaments, you've done Best Super Junior, New Japan Cup, and now the G1. How do you as a broadcaster prepare for a marathon like that? It, you know, I, I compare it to, this is going to sound funny, Texas high school football, because you go possibly 16 weeks. Same with you, you're going all these nights with these tournaments. How do you prepare as a broadcaster? I look at it as 19 stops along the road. There are 19 shows in this tournament and I don't get too far ahead of myself. Uh, so a lot of times I've been asked, like what matches are you looking forward to in this tournament? I'm really just focused on Saturday. I'm really just focused on Dallas. Now there's some ones that I kind of got my eye on, you know, like at the end of the road with Juice and John Moxley, I'd be interested to see what that's, but who knows what they're going to be like at the end of this tournament. That's the thing, it's such a, this is a marathon, not a sprint. So the guys have to look at it like uh, I, I have nine singles matches. 
and they take them one bite at a time. That's how you eat the elephant. And it's kind of my, you know, uh, feeling as a broadcaster because of what happened in the previous event, that's going to affect the narrative on this most recent event. So, and it all starts tomorrow. So I've got a, I've got really got a clean sheet that I start with, with a little bit of biographical information and some historical reference, and. Uh, then the rest will sort of build upon itself as the nights of the tournament go on. Time for just one more. Yes. Well, you just sort of mentioned it, but I just wanted to ask the question about tomorrow night in your commentary, are you going to bring up the fact about the history here and the Mark Lawrence and the Bill Mercer, Joe Ranellis and those type of guys from back in the day that did so much of the commentary and ring announcing work here in Texas that brought world class to the forefront where Seiji Sakaguchi and Inoki and Fujinami and those types from New Japan came over and wrestled on our big shows Thanksgiving and Christmas nights here in Dallas. Oh, there's, when you look back, and I got a Bill Mercer tip of the cap ready to go because uh, there's voices from your childhood that you remember. There are, and that's what, we become music fans between the ages of eight and 13. And those musical tastes that we got during that time that stays with us through our whole lives. We might like new, different, current, whatever, but when we, what's our fallback? It's the stuff that we liked when we were between the ages of eight and 13. It's no different with wrestling. The age of fandom is that same time frame, and if you remember the voices from that time frame, that's what you're always gonna like. So, Bill Mercer to me is part and parcel with wrestling. So, uh, when you look at the history of Dallas and everything that has happened with the Von Erich family over the years and over the generations and what could have been with David Von Erich, you know, what could have been uh, with Kevin and Carrie, what could have been, uh, and how the Von Erich family legacy could have been written differently, how Gino Hernandez could have played a role in, in all of these things. Um, it's the great what could have been. So we definitely will have a nod to the past tomorrow, but an intense focus on the greatest tournament uh, in professional wrestling with 20 amazing athletes uh, and an, an incredible main event with Tanahashi versus Okada, a dream match uh, that fans have longed to see outside of Japan and now you get to see it tomorrow night. So that's it. And uh, with that, I thank you all very much for being here. Thanks, uh, I'm going to leave the glasses on, I don't mind making eye contact. <laughs> so, so, how's everybody doing? We all good? Hungry. Do it. Wonderful. Uh, that's what, I don't know. I don't feel know how these feel work. Free to call on anyone you'd like. Yes. You've said that your talent level exceeds and is, you know, equal to any of the champions in New Japan in past interviews. And do you carry that perception into this G1 climax that you're going to exceed or equal everybody else in it starting this weekend? I said it out there. I don't plan on being the best. I plan on just doing my best, and my best is equaling quite a lot of people these days. And I don't know. I think my match quality just speaks for itself these days. Uh, I'm just, I'm generally just trying my best. Uh, just there's a lot of weight being put on my shoulders, I think, and a lot of expectation. I just generally want to do my best, and I, I generally do believe that I'm right where I belong with the heavyweights. I'm just, 
I'm just trying to do my best to represent the junior heavyweights in the best I can. A quick follow-up. Yep. Is the feud with Seth Rollins over now? Yeah, it's, it's not even a feud, it was just a bit of banter. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just a laugh. Just, even when I said it out there, it was just, like, it's just me having a laugh. Like, people just take everything so damn fucking seriously. <laughs> right, sorry for swearing, I'm just in a bad mood. So, I'm just, at the end of it, it's just, I respect Seth, Tyler, like, I don't even know his real name. But I, just, I, res I respect him, he's like a great, great wrestler, great guy. And at the end of it, like, I wasn't offended by the bank account thing. I would love your bank account. Like, money is great, but it's not everything to me. Mm. Happiness is my main thing. And even though I, I sometimes struggle to find it, it's, I'm happy when I'm inside a New Japan Pro Wrestling ring. Thank you. Uh, so you mentioned you, you're going to be in all three big singles tournaments this year. Mm. Um, is there anything about your conditioning or your wrestling that you've changed to prepare to do all those big single matches? I mean, I don't know. I just, I just wrestle. You know? Like, it's, it's all just a part of a learning curve. Like, when I, I broke my ribs in uh, October. Yeah, I broke my ribs in October. And I was out for six weeks, I think it was. And I was meant to be out longer, but... I managed to just scrape by because I really wanted to make Wrestle Kingdom. I have no idea how much like I really wanted to make Wrestle Kingdom, so I did a lot of things and I was just able to barely make it. Uh, I'm still feeling the effects, but at the end of it, I feel like my wrestling now has changed in some way. It's, it's kind of just a nice way of evolving, I guess. I'm not as flippy, I'm not as jumpy as I once was, because I feel like everyone hears Will Ospreay and just instantly thinks of that Ricochet match from back in 2016. And I'm, I've put on a lot of sides since then. I've like I've gained a lot of weight. I'm a lot fatter now as well. I can feel the love handles like urging out of this belt. But I think it's just the necessary changes to, I don't know, just compete with the heavyweights. And I don't know, I feel like people keep saying, I've changed, I don't think I have. I still feel like I'm, I'm about to go down to Essex and do a backyard wrestling show, do you know what I mean? So I still feel like Billy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Okay, in the past, um, I spoke with you and you said your love for Assassin's Creed. Yeah. And um, any other kind of video game that you... The Spider-Man one that they've just released is like the best video game of all time. Really? I don't care, it's, I love it. It's, I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, you know, I love Spider-Man. Have you got a chance to see the new movie? No, I haven't. I saw Endgame and I was like... Real good, wasn't it? Dude, I was, yeah. I was losing my effing mind. <laughs> the moment that they like all standing there and he went, Avengers. Assemble. Assemble. I just went, oh, this is the greatest. Like, this is the best. Uh, oh, a follow-up question. That, uh, have, you, uh, have you put any kind of uh, moves from video games into your uh, repertoire? Oh, yeah, like loads. The, uh, what are some of your favorites? I used to play... Like, do you remember the first ever Spider-Man game? Yes. Uh, like, Atari. He, I, I, it was on like PS One or something. Oh, those yeah, lines. Yeah, and just every now and again, you just see something that you would do. Just I, I, right now, I just can't think of any. Just I don't know, but I think video games are generally the idea behind my character, behind a lot of the things I do, especially the Assassin's Creed. The way that like free running was a huge part of my childhood, and I was always in London just climbing up on people's scaffoldings and jumping off of stuff and I got in so much trouble for it but uh, I just remember my uh, trainer Greg Burridge would always just say like you need to find something that you relate to something that's different and you need to 
be different to what everyone else is doing and Assassin's Creed was the coolest thing at the time and I still think it's like super cool but uh, yeah I just was like oh like I do free running I do the moves that this Ezio guy kind of does so, like maybe I'll stylize myself like him and it was the first time I came out with that coat in progress and people were like oh Assassin's Creed and I feel like people was like oh you better move like him and I feel like it did and the rest is history I guess gentleman at the back much is made about the physical toll G1 takes on a wrestler. Can you talk a little bit more about the mental, how you prepare, and how you get yourself up each and every night? Come on. I do, because I, I need to. And it, it's not it's not like anything about contracts because if I don't pick myself out of bed then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna move, I'm not, I'm gonna stay there, my head gets the better of me all the time. Like it's, it's I'm not even gonna lie. Like it, you're the better of me. Like today, this morning, I didn't want to get out of bed. Like, <laughs> give me a minute. There, there'll always be like just one thing, and the one thing that's taking me over the edge. I don't like travelling. I don't like being away from home. And now I had to be an adult. And I've moved my entire life to Japan to try and take some type of responsibility because I've always been. I don't know, I've always been a kid, I've always been like that dumb ass guy on Twitter who's just like, oh God, what's Will said now? I've always been that guy. And recently now, I've just, I've, I've had to be an adult, but I don't want to be. I've just, I've got to be an adult, I've got responsibilities now, I've got a mortgage to pay, I've got dogs to look after, I've got a missus to look after, I've got two parents at home, and like, I'm helping pay their bills. I'm a 26 year old man, like, this isn't what 26 year old people normally do. You know, everything's just been piled onto me at once. And yeah, I do stress out. I do like, I was in the New Japan Cup when I lost to Okada. I was genuinely emotion that came out. Like I just cried because it was one of the worst months of my entire effing life. And it was just because I was just like, I put everything in there. There's, the wrestling ring is generally my meditation. It's the one place where there's nothing on the outside matters and everything just, everything that matters to me is inside that wrestling ring. Like, I don't like public speaking. I don't like talking to any of you guys. I really don't. But then when I'm half naked, I, I'm just like in my, my sex pants, like I feel great. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It, it's such a weird world, but it's just, it's so weird how my anxiety and my depression just goes away the moment my music is. And then the moment the bell rings, it comes back. And I don't, I don't get it, I don't understand it. I was about to ask, why, why do you think that is? Do you just get lost in the moment? Do you just concentrate on what you need to accomplish? I, uh, what, what happens? I don't know, I really don't. I wish I could, I honestly wish I could, but there's, there are just some nights I just, I don't want, I don't want to be Will Ospreay. I wish I was anyone else, I generally do. Because there's so much weight on my shoulders sometimes, I just crumble. I feel like I do anyway, I feel like I crumble, but it's just when I'm in the wrestling ring, I, d I don't care. <coughs> like maybe maybe that is the reason behind this this <laughs> style that think people are gonna, maybe people think that this is a style that's gonna kill me, and then I'm just like, no, nah, I'm fine. This is, I feel invincible here, I feel strong. And this is the only time I can be strong, but I, I need to be strong because there are a lot of people uh, going through the same shit that I'm going through. And I'll, I want to show them it's okay to be weak. It is okay to have those emotions. It's okay to to cry, to feel alone. Because I've picked myself out of bed and I've got 10,000 people I've got performed in front of, 1,000, 2,000, sometimes goes up to 40,000. And if I can pick myself out of bed to do it, Everyone else can. Just to follow up one, one last thing. Who, who do you lean on then in those moments? My missus. It's great. It's fantastic. My mom and dad. I've got some friends. Got a chat group called Osprey and the Lackluster Juniors because we just 
talk to each other, we're all going through some tough times. You, just, you never know what any pro wrestler's going through because we're living life out of a bag and we don't get to see our parents, we don't get to see our, our family all the time. So it's, it does get hard. It gets real hard on me. I'm struggling, but I get through, I'm with her, and that picks me up every single effing day. Like, I've got these, like, the Japanese symbol is love there, and this ring's mine, that ring's hers. That, that gets me through, it doesn't come off until I wrestle, and it goes straight back on every single time. How's we get through today? This will be the last question. Uh, oh God, all right, fight for it. Uh, Ma'am? So you said you would like to uh, face Amazing Red and on Twitter. So what would be your dream venue for that match? Honestly, I think it would be best fitted in the Super J Cup. I think there's no better place for Amazing Red to uh, reignite that spark. Uh, admittedly, I know he wants to do it in the House of Glory and I respect that, but it needs to be on a grander stage and this is the stage that I hold very, very dear to my heart. This is, uh, this is the company that's put a roof over my head. This is the company that reignites the flame every single time. Uh, this is reignites my love and I know that I know he's going through some tough times right now that with the injury and I know, I know just 15 minutes, 15 minutes and I can bring back that Amazing Red that we all grew up watching because I was, Amazing Red versus Low Key at NWA TNA was one of the first like indie matches I watched and I was just like, God, whoever this Amazing Red is, busting out infrareds off the top rope, code reds and doing like Jackie Chan stuff. I was just like, this is, this is the guy and then just, it would always be like, here he's, he is and he's gone and he's back and he's gone and he's back and he's gone. I know, I know in my heart of hearts, just one match, one match, Willowsbury versus Mason Red, I can bring that man back. I can bring his spark back, I know I can. And I know, he knows that I can as well because he's doing these little videos and he wants to get back in the ring. I know he does, I know I can bring him back. Yeah, G1's gonna be fun. I'll do my absolute best, guys, I promise. Members of the media here would like to ask you a few questions. Okay, okay sure. Call on whoever. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Yes, young man. Do you think there's anyone in this year's G1 who you can't submit? Uh, absolutely not. I think it's uh, to be very interesting uh, climbing around uh, Farle and Archer. Uh, there must be some sort of ancient proverb: the longer the limb, the easier the submission. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. You, you quote me on that one. Yes. Uh, piggyback, oh, sorry, piggybacking off what he just said about um, Fale, do you feel like you might have poked the bear a little bit tonight? Probably, I might just end up dead. <laughs> yeah. Is there but, any fear going into that match with him now? Well, I mean, if he kills me, I think he'll be over quite quickly, won't it? So I can't imagine I have too much time to dwell on it. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I've been fighting big boy heavyweights since I was 16. Um, so, yeah. I think the, uh, the time to be scared has uh, long gone, luckily. Uh, yeah, should be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you ever get in trouble for some of the more socialist stuff you say in these press conferences? And what are some of your favorite bands? Ah, uh, good, um, no, I think for the most part, everything I say in Japan sort of goes over everyone's heads. So uh, I think sort of my plans to nationalize New Japan haven't quite been uh, <laughs> recognized just yet. Um, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. And uh, so my favorite, well, Idols are my favorite band in the world right now. Uh, 
you should be able to watch it in America. The Glastonbury performance that they did uh, last week is like one I know just felt special, which is sort of rare when you're watching it like a first time Glastonbury appearance. Do you listen to any music when you train or? Yeah, yeah, it varies. Um, I probably listen to guitar stuff just when I'm traveling. Um, like I, I like sort of more left field experimental sort of dance music or techno, I guess. Uh, so I generally listen to that or grime uh, in the gym. Uh, like Skepsis record was really good. Dave and AJ Chase, he put out some really good albums. Like Grime's never been better in the UK. Uh, Fontaine's DC, that's one of the best sort of punk records of the year. Black Midi as well. Um, yeah, one of the benefits of being in limbo traveling is that I've loads of time to listen to records. Yeah. How important is it for you to main event the Royal Quest event this summer? Uh, yeah, it's the only, the only uh, priority for me right now. Um, to be honest, it's more important that G1, um, sort of, I debuted in 2004 when uh, sort of it was a regular occurrence to wrestle in front of five people in a working men's club. I guess the equivalent of a, uh, what do you call them here? Like a Legion Hall or something? Yeah. And then uh, it wasn't that long ago that a promoter told us we better, you know, get it together because we've got a sold out crowd of 150 people so you better put a shift in. Um, so yeah, to be in the, in the copper box in the Olympic Park, uh, you know, there was a lot of sort of criticism, well, I mean, usually with sort of the Olympics, but I think to be able to do sort of first big professional wrestling event for New Japan in England, in East London, where I'm living right now, where I could technically walk, I mean, it's very convenient for me. Also, I think it's very important for, uh, for the British wrestling scene. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, in your own words, how would you describe your style of wrestling and how does it compare to what American fans uh, might be used to seeing? Are you familiar with the, uh, like the architecture of socialist realism? <laughs> so essentially, that's how I'd describe my style. <laughs> <laughs> sure, next. Uh, mentioned, uh, so you're kind of one of the faces of British wrestling, and it seems like it's changing with like a performance center in the UK now. What would, how do you, think, what do you think about the state of British wrestling right now? Uh, I think it's never been stronger. I think people sort of uh, think that it goes cyclical. Um, but yeah, there's never been. I mean, there is a plethora of people in the UK making a full-time living from British wrestling, where sort of a decade ago that wasn't possible at all. Um, you know, I think WWE up in the Performance Centre, NXT UK just gives more exposure and more sort of validation. Um, but obviously, I think moving forward after Royal Quest, I'm even saying Royal Quest now, that makes me sick. Um, after the event at the Copper Box on August 31st, hopefully, we'll sort of give New Japan an indication of just how important the British wrestling scene is. And uh, obviously, I'd love for us to open the dojo there at some point. Oh, yep. Yeah. Bit of a two parter. Um, what is your relationship with the guys in Suzuki? Even? Like, what does it mean for you to be a part of that of that group? Uh, I can't imagine not in being, you know, in a, any other group now. Which, in my nowadays, would have seemed uh, like I was sent to hell or purgatory. But uh, yeah, I'm great with the guys. Kanemaru, I mean, I met in the UK in 2008 uh, when I had a vastly uh, bigger haircut and still the same size chin. Um, and then, yeah, Taichi, Taichi's one of my closest friends now. Um, my liver, I don't think he's overly happy with our friendship. Uh, and then obviously being in, you know, getting to watch Suzuki sort of firsthand has been uh, 
yeah, it's been one of the best experiences. So sort of, I feel like my career has been uh, sort of chaptered by sort of the like the more experienced wrestlers that I get to learn from. So sort of I feel like my time with Agawa in Noah, sort of when that comes to end, sort of I've got a new a new sort of uh, influence on me now. Which I presume is bad for society, but it's great for me. Yeah. Um, last year you had said once you won the G1 that you were going to forego uh, getting your title shot in the Tokyo Dome and you'd rather do it in uh, England. Is that still part of your goal this year? Yeah, I don't really care about baseball, so the Tokyo Dome means nothing to me. Um, I'd much rather I'd much rather do it in the UK where I can just get on the train for two stops, or if I'm feeling very sort of energised, I can walk there. Um, no, like uh, I'm proud to be part of New Japan. Uh, it was the only goal that I set, you know, properly when I was 14 years old. I told my career guidance counselor, and uh, she rightfully thought I was a maniac. Um, but I eventually uh, proved her wrong. And uh, yeah, sort of simultaneous. I want to be part of New Japan for the rest of my career, but I'm still, you know, at my core a British wrestler. So my focus is to uh, put as much spotlight on the scene and continue growing it. So I think I can do that better with a big title match in England and sort of in the Tokyo Dome. It's just too big. You mentioned the British scene several times and the UK wrestling scene. And last month, we were all shocked by the passing of Lionheart. Can you give us some thoughts on that and how that has rippled through the scene there? Uh, yeah, I was in I was in Japan when I found out. So yeah, it's a hard month because Aoki passed away as well. Um, I can't proclaim to be the closest person to Adrian, but he was someone that any time I was at a show, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed being around. And I got to rest with him a few times, but I mean, he was just sort of instrumental to the Scottish scene. And I think, uh, you know, especially at a period where it was growing and not a lot of people were sort of perceived to be stars, Lionheart carried himself really well. Um, so yeah, I'm sort of most devastated for my friends that were really close to him. But obviously the outpour, I think, it's always a, it's sad when it takes something like that, but I think you, like it's uh, apparent sort of the impact he had on the scene. Um, yeah, not sad to miss his funeral. Sure. Zach, it's Emilio Sparks oh, from WrestleMania. Right. How, right. How, How you doing, man? Yeah, good, so you. you talked about a couple of some grime hip hop. Yeah. What are you doing New York-wise too? Because I, I remember, you know, you and me had some really interesting conversations in Brooklyn about some hip hop. And do you, when you were rolling in doing jujitsu? What, what, what were you listening to specifically? Uh, yeah, so that was when I was training at, at Williamsburg MMA. Uh, so I left New York at the end of 2017. Uh, I know, like, I, I try to keep up with Grime as much as possible. Uh, like, Logan Sama has a really good playlist on Spotify. Um, so yeah, I don't know, you can give me his recommendations for uh, East Coast Hip Hop. I got you on Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you had mentioned earlier on uh, in the press conference before that your uh, entire goal was to uh, bring British wrestling to a grander stage. Uh, who would you determine to be like the best uh, op opportunity to, to do that, to bring your style, the British style of submission and grappling to a worldwide stage? Well, it'd be me, right? <laughs> yeah. Assuming you can't wrestle yourself. Well, um, I know it's not just obviously specific to uh, to British wrestlers like uh, you know Tip Thatcher, uh, John Gresham are both incredible technical wrestlers that you know completely uh, admire and 
and sort of promote a British style in a, you know, sort of great honour. Hideki Suzuki, obviously trained by Billy Robinson, so, um, I don't know, it's, a, I'm not, it's a, a bit obtuse because, yeah, my entire sort of uh, motivation is entwined with the British style and sort of hopefully doing it in my own way. Like I think, obviously, World of Sport were taken off TV in the 80s and it would have progressed. So it doesn't really interest me to uh, just sort of emulate like a past era. I want to sort of progress it in my own way. Um, Unintended. Unintended, yeah. Uh, is there anyone else on the UK scene, maybe like the OJMO, people like that, who you see coming to Japan soon? Sure. Um, yeah, I think there's never been more opportunities. I think it's incredible. Like when I first went to Noah, like Dan Williams had been there before. Pack was in Dragon Gate. Um, and then, yeah, that was kind of it. Like Haskins did a couple of tours of Dragon Gate. But yeah, for there to be a wrestler in almost every major company. And obviously there's a lot of British girls that began to stardom as well. And they've been doing really well. I mean, Beast, killing it. Um, yeah, like I, I mean, I'm obviously incredibly biased. So my focus would be, you know, I want to get some of the English boys or some of the British boys into uh, the New Japan Dojo. There's a focus. Uh, Gabe Kidd's going to be going to the LA Dojo. Um, and, you know, he was someone that made an immediate impression on me the first time I wrestled. And he's about 40 years younger than me, which is uh, incredibly depressing. Um, but yeah, I want to sort of start moving moving forward to getting the British boys into the New Japan Dojo. I think that would be really good. Thank you. What's up, everybody? What's up? Alright, the fine members of the media here would like to ask you a few questions. Good, how are you? So uh, feel free to call on whoever you'd like. Alright. Alright, we'll go ahead. Right away. Is this sucker on? Juice, you like we're live. Juice, you're looking a little bit less flamboyant than usual. So I have to ask, why did you lose the dreads? Well, you know, it was it was just time for a change, and I felt like the dreads were starting to hold back. Uh, you know, what I want to show people right now, and I think the dreads were, that was the last remaining bit of C.J. Parker, I think, that's that was attached to me, so it was time for him to go. I feel great now, though, by the way. I'm a new woman. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, recently, there was news of your departure from Ring of Honor, and uh, you were heading the Lifeblood stable. Um, do you want to comment on that at all? Uh, I really don't know where that came from. I know I'm moving to Tokyo, so and my schedule here is insane. Uh, I never told anyone that I was never going to do Ring of Honor ever again. I'm sure I'll be there. I don't know when though, but uh, yeah, we're in the dog days right now, the G1, the before you know it's World Tag League, and it's only gonna get busier and busier as far as just New Japan dates go, so I don't know, I'm only one man, so I'll, I'm sure I'll be there again. As a follow-up, what's it been like working with such an eclectic group of people? Well, those guys are all my friends, as far as lifeblood. Right. I mean, yeah, Bandito, he was just over here for the Super Junior. You know, he's the sweetest boy of all time. Very handsome, by the way. Yes, I know. Nobody understands. I tell him all the time, stop wearing a mask. I know why Bushi wears one, but you don't need one. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Haskins and uh, Hot Sauce, we're all pretty good buddies, so it's really it's not, you know, it's, 
really fun, actually. It's not really that big of a deal. Since you already mentioned your history at CJ, does it bother you personally that both figuratively and literally, John Moxley came to New Japan and it seems like he's trying to take everything that was yours? Uh, no, that doesn't bother me. Uh, ask your question. I, you know, what I, what, what actually the kind of stuff that bothers me is just constantly answering questions about CJ Parker. That's kind of more what gets on my nerves than right. uh, a guy coming here who I think, you know, just really loves wrestling and was uh, upset where he was and I can kind of relate and then he needed a fresh start and he needed to, you know, uh, be free and now he is. So, yeah, he took my title and but he's in my block and I'm going to see him in a few, uh, in a few weeks. So. There's my chance to get uh, my title back, win that match, challenge him, and see where it goes from there. Um, do you have a different game plan going to that match with Moxley than your previous encounter? Yeah, I think I better try to out-wrestle him. I don't think I can out-throw him through a table or jump off. I should, I'm not going to jump off anything. You know, my ass is still pretty messed up, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got scars on my face, so I think... Yeah, he won the brawl, so maybe I'll try to uh, Ricky Steamboat arm drag my way to victory. Uh, last year, Juice, you had an injury with your hand, and um, as a result of that, didn't have quite the tournament you were hoping for. Uh, this year, it seems that you're coming in with better health. Um, what are your expectations, and you know how are you preparing for the tournament differently to have a better outcome? Well, I'm healthy, so I can you know kind of I don't have to constantly be thinking about a broken uh, bone, so. Just mentally, it feels really good. This is the first year that I've really, you know, when, when you do it, the first year I did it, I was so, uh, oh my God, this is the dream of, this is the first one ever, I'm so nervous. <laughs> and then, you know, the second one I had the broken hand, so, you know, third time's a charm. I'm healthy and I know what to expect. And looking at the schedule, there's, seems pretty uh, wrestler friendly this year as far as the travel and the, um, the time off between shows, so, should be great. Yeah. Um, speaking back to your John Moxley match at uh, the Best in Super Junior Final, how do you feel that that has prepared you better for this G1 going in, the sort of change in style that we saw in that match? I mean, I always knew I could uh, have matches like that. I think a lot of people knew that uh, I could have matches like that. I think maybe some of the audience and maybe a lot of the media didn't know that I could have matches like that. I can have a lot of different kind of matches. That was one of them. So uh, if I gotta go that route, uh, the G one's a little different though. So it's, I mean, that was a fight between Moxley and me. Uh, most of the guys in my block, you know, it's gonna be just straight up wrestling match. You start with Shingo. I got nothing against Shingo. I'm gonna see how hard I can hit him, and I'm gonna see how hard he can hit me. But there's really no reason for me to jump off a stage or throw him through a table or fight through the crowd. It's gonna be probably all done within the confines of the uh, squared circle. Uh, the G1 seems like a very grueling tournament, but I notice on Instagram you guys, after your shows, tend to have a lot of fun, drinking some beers, eating some, some meat. What, what, what is the typical uh, post-match ritual? And would you be able to talk about some of your favorite bands? Yes. Uh, you're talking like during the G1 or during like 
the best of the super juniors. Is there a different? <laughs> well, for me, I'm not a junior, so I have like, you know, I have to beat up Renderita and Shoto Mino <laughs> the next day, so I can drink into the wee hours of the morning. But you know, when you're in the G1, you try to do that sober, or at least me. Uh, so just water. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe a long cha here and there. You know, just try to get a good meal and try to get uh, to bed at a decent time. It's definitely not the party tour. Yeah, you don't want to be hungover or tired going into your big singles matches. Uh, and you said what bands do I like? Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Mm, uh, man. Well, obviously, I love the Beatles. I mean, who doesn't? Um, I'm uh, John Bullertrude, I don't know who they are. Abbott Brothers. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Dirty Heads and uh, like a lot of, I don't know, I've just been listening to this Beach Vibes uh, thing on my Spotify over and over again for a while. I got really into A Star Is Born, so I know most of them songs. Uh, I don't know, I don't really like freak out over like one band. I got about 17,000 bands that I like, you know, just like everybody. Moxley had some pretty strong words uh, regarding his time at WWE um, that he brought up on the Talk to Jericho podcast. Um, you know, you're kind of feuding with him right now. Did anything that he said during the podcast or in recent interviews resonate with you in your time in WWE? Uh, I didn't hear his podcast with Jericho, and I haven't seen really any of his uh, interviews besides the one right after our match. Um... Uh, I think I kind of said it earlier. Um, when you're working somewhere and you know you're not happy and you gotta leave to be happy, you know he did that. I can relate to it. So you know we're relatable in a lot of ways. He, he obviously did it from a very uh, you know way higher of a level, but in the same way I kind of did the same thing. So I think that's pretty cool. We got time for one more. All right, then you can pick the person because I don't want to be the bad guy. All right, Kevin, go. <laughs> uh, sorry, one more. Um, what does uh? I'm sorry, I forgot for a second. Um, wow, I forgot. Someone else. Pressure. So, um, with with them with New Japan coming to America, obviously you're one of the most popular foreign talents in Japan. But it seems like maybe they haven't done quite enough to promote you here. Um, this being a big show here, how important is it to you to have a, a good performance here? And what can they do differently to help you to spearhead their expansion into, you know, into the, uh, America? Um, I, I haven't really noticed that, so I, uh, I don't really know. I don't. I think that they, as a company, are giving me the same opportunities that they're giving everybody else, and. Uh, you know, if a guy like Will Ospreay is a little more popular with people here, that's really fine by me. Uh, we go all over the world now, so it's starting not to matter as much. Any, anybody else? Good. Maybe one more. Go ahead. Uh, you both can go. Tomorrow night you're going to be wrestling. 10 minutes from where the sportatorium used to sit. Yeah. How familiar are you with legacy and the history of wrestling in the state of Texas and especially world class? Not so much. I know about the Dallas Sportatorium, of course, the Von Erics. I know that place was a madhouse, uh, but you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a 
Texas wrestling aficionado by any means, but uh, it is cool that we'll be pretty close to where that was because that was one of the most famous uh, places to wrestle ever, I would say. So, yeah, it's cool. So you uh, ended up being pretty much the best case scenario in terms of betting on yourself and walking out and discovering who you wanted to be and coming to New Japan. Are you surprised more guys and girls haven't done that? And what would be your advice be to someone who's sort of in the position that you and you were in where you say, I, I don't want to be here, I'm going to go find myself elsewhere and find that success? What's this? Obviously, everyone's going to have a different life experience, but what's your advice to someone who is putting their body on the line and they're not happy with what they're getting out of their employer and looking to go elsewhere? Yeah, get out of there. <laughs> don't work there. If, you, if you're not having a good time, because like, wrestling is such a fun thing. And if you're doing pro wrestling and the banner that you're doing under makes you stay awake and not get sleep at night because it pisses you off, get the hell out of there and go work for somewhere else, somebody else. Unless money's your thing and you need to make a, a certain amount of whatever, I don't know. I ne Money was never my thing in this. I want to do this because it was fun. And I think anybody that has that feeling should leave. And I think you see it a lot more, more lately. People are... It's like, wait, what? Why do I have to do this and be pissed off? You don't. So get on out and do your thing. Good? That's great. Thanks. All right, so the meeting here are going to ask you a few questions. Please feel free to call on whoever you would like. If you want to try to call How important is it to you to not just have a good performance in G1, but to show everybody that you're often imitated, never duplicated, that you really are the best at professional wrestling. Uh, what did you say? ま、ここしばらくここ数年思ったよな。あ、自分のプロレス化できなかったんで。えっと、それをそれをできる。それをするということは、あ、僕にとって何よりも大事なこと、自分らしく言えることっていうのは自分今の自分にはすごく大事な
you know, IWGP champ, and then Tanahashi is uh, won the last year, so. Yeah, but everybody, I'm excited to have much everybody, yeah. And, and how important it would, would it be for your legacy to win the IWGP title? Well, you know, as you know, uh, I, I, I haven't had a good result last, last few years, so, but uh, you know, I, I'm not done yet. I'm, I'm, I, I won, I get, I want to get result, you know, the G1, IWGP. I wonder, I want some title, you know. Thank you. Uh, will we see the go to sleep in the G1? And uh, what are some of your favorite bands or music? I will show you go to sleep for sure. Yeah. And uh, any, any music that you enjoy listening to in preparation for G1? Or do you listen to music? Music? Yeah. Do you like any favorites? Oh, <laughs> just question? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, before I love I love hip hop or R and B something like that. But now I, I have been living in states for about five years, so I always listen Japanese music. Yeah. <laughs> now that you wrestle in both the United States and Japan, what are some of the differences in style that you that you've noticed? Like, and how is it transitioned into your work as a wrestler? My work? I think I need to be like the same. It's not, not, not different. Even stays with Japan. I need to be like me, you know, so. I need to be myself. Yeah, this is important, I think. Did you feel handcuffed when you were not you in the other place? You know, uh, I couldn't be myself last few years, so I'm so excited to be myself tomorrow. Tomorrow, you know, uh, I want to show. Like I said, I, I came to New Japan to show who I am. So, you know, tomorrow night, I want to be myself. Uh, your first opponent will be Ibushi. Do you have a set strategy going into a match with a striker like him? Yeah, he, he, he's a good striker, but also I, I'm, also I am, so. Uh, you know, he's definitely he's uh, one of the best wrestler in the world. Uh, but but I think uh, he's the best opponent to show who I am. Yeah, I'm really excited. Thank you. Hi. Um, did you know you were going to New Japan when you left WWE, and did you ever consider going back to Pro Wrestling Noah? 
Uh, it's tough to say, but uh, like I said, I won't show who I am to, to, to the world. So now, like I said, New Japan is like, it's going to be the worldwide. So that's why I choose uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling. So yeah, after I left WWE, I, I, I cons considered to, to, to go New Japan or yeah, also Noah too, but yeah. You said many times that you want to show the world Kenta's pro wrestling. Yeah. For people who are unfamiliar, what does that mean to you? What is your pro wrestling? Please see tomorrow night. Yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to explain the word. Word. You know. Just I show you the answer. Uh, yes, yeah, so Shibata uh, introduced you to New Japan, New Japan fans in Dominion. Uh, can you talk about your relationship with him and are we going to see you guys on screen together moving forward? Uh, our relationship? Yeah, you ask about our relationship. Uh, he always make me drunk. <laughs> yeah. That's our our relationship. Yeah, no, you know, uh just kidding. Uh he, he he's uh he, we we always fight uh we never have much against but we we, we work together for for a long time so not not only in the ring, out of the ring we are we are really good friends so yeah, tomorrow he's been in Dallas, so this is great, great to me. This will be the last question. Um, you got to have a fresh start. You got to start over in NXT, and now you're getting to go back home to Japan, but you're starting somewhere new. How does that feel for you to get a new start in a new company in your home? Feel great, you know. Uh, like I said, I'm so excited to be uh, to be a part of G1 Climax. So, and uh, I can't wait to be be myself. You know, uh, it's great. Now, uh, I feel great. I feel great to be a New Japan person right now. Is it emotional for you to be yeah. there? Yeah. Alright, that's all. Thank you. Alright. Go ahead, Steve. Start us off. Ishii, are you the hardest hitting wrestler, not just in New Japan, but in this G1 climax? I don't know. 
、えー、と一番こう打撃の強い選手でしょうかと。打撃が強い。あの半年間来てるんでまあ一番こうなんでしょう。彼らからするとあのバチンバチンみたいな大きな当たりをする普通のそれが一番強い選手かどうかっていうことを聞きます。ハードヒット。まあ、それは見てる人が判断してもらえるかな。あんたら、It's up to you, it's up to you to,、uh, it's up to、uh, yours to decide. Go ahead.、Uh, Ishii, who do you, which opponent in this G1 are you most looking forward to facing? この G1 で誰と対戦することを一番楽しみにしていますかうんあそういう誰というのはないですねあのみんな全員ぶつぶしに行くっていう,うそういう気持ちしかないうんこいつを倒すとかそういうのはない全員ぶつぶしに行く Not a really a specific one but we are I mean I'm going to uh, uh, あの石井選手は、えっと、すごくタフな選手として知られてますけれども他のレスラーやまたあの、まあ、一般の人々にタフになることについて何かアドバイスはありますか Gamma. <laughs> Patience. Yeah, How does the G1 Climax airing tomorrow on Access TV live in the United States as well as over in Japan change your excitement and your anticipation for the opening night of the tournament? How does it change it compared to previous years? Sorry. <laughs> 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 テレビでこう G1 の開幕戦がダラスでの開幕戦がまあテレビで生中継されますと、それはえこれまでの G1 と比べて、アメリカで全土で見れる、そしてまあワールドもあるので、全世界でそれを見れるわけですけれども、どうこれまでとあの比べて、お気持ちに変わりがというか、気持ちはなんかその皆さんにすぐ見てもらえるということに関して、違いはありますでしょうか。自分はあ昔からあ、まあ、小,さ小さい会場だろうが大きい会場だろうが何人見てようが、まあ、自分の試合をするだけっていうだけなので、まあ、それはあまり変わらないですよ。I'll do my, my best. So there's no change. Next question. Jeremy, go ahead.、Uh, Ishii, what do you think about your popularity in the United States? Sorry, I was asking、uh, 
um, uh, provided that he's famous, right? He's, yeah, he's very popular with the U.S. fans. How does he feel about that? So, um, whether cheered or booed, um, it's, it doesn't change any, or, so, what I, what I do is to do my best. <coughs> Oh, I don't really care. Really? Your style is reminiscent of Ricky Choshu, and as strong style became popular in Japan, do you feel now that you guys, since the company is expanding west, do you feel that the strong style is taking a backseat to a more western style of professional wrestling in terms of popularity within New Japan? Are you asking on that? Strong style is becoming westernized or strong style yes. is changing? Yeah, it's, it's, it's changing. It's, yes, I'm asking a more westernized.あの、ま、ご自身のスタイルは私から見て、えっと、上州さんのスタイルに似てると思うんですけども、ま、新日本プロレスが人気になることによって、え、どんどんこう、ま、欧米に広がっていってるますが、それによってストロングスタ
in the, in the ring, um, what I really um, it, what is important for me is not to lose by the opponent, also by myself. If I lose by myself, that's gonna be the the end. Um, last year, you had an all-time um, tournament performance, in many people's opinions, um, but you still didn't win the tournament, and you didn't uh, win your IWGB challenge. What are you doing differently this year to ensure that you win the tournament? Ensuring that... To make sure. To make sure, yeah. To win the IWGB or... To, well, win, the to, win, to win the tournament, yeah. だと思います。で、それはいろんな人が言ってますけれども、ただそれでもえ、アイドルジーピーのベータに届かなかったと。で、今年はどういうことをしてこの um, like I said in the press conference, um, three things are important. The result and what I can do in the ring, so I like, like content. And last one is impact. So not, not only for the G1, but I think uh, for the for the pro wrestling and my, my pro wrestling, those three are really important. One more question, Steve. Whether you're in the first match of the night or the last match of the night, people often say you have the best match of the night. What gives you that spark to always give that performance? あの、最初の試合であろうとも、最後の試合であろうとも、人々は、あの、新選手の試合が、こう、ま、その大会のベストマッチだということを、ということがありまして。で、それ、そういう、なんていうか、あの、すごく人々に、あの、スパークって言
So I, it doesn't really matter uh, where I am placed in the uh, first or the at the end. What I uh, always think the and what I'm all, all, only think is to just to smash the other at the opponent. So that, that's it. That's it. Thank you. Yeah. So please have yeah. any questions? Thank you, sir. Hello, sir. How are you? Yeah, just great. I have never been tired. <laughs> <laughs> so Okada versus Tanahashi has kind of defined New Japan and its popularity right yeah. in, the, in the last several years. What does it mean to you to bring the match to the United States for the first time, not just as part of G1, but live on Access TV here in Dallas, bringing such an important definitive match for New Japan here to the States on such a big stage? What does that mean to you on a personal level? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 岡田選手、田中選手っていうのはもう認知日本のえ、ここ数年の新日本プロレスを作ってきました。あ、I Tanahashi versus Okada is completely made in Japan. I'm really pleased and proud that it's going to be um, televised in the States, all over the States. You have always been an ambassador for New Japan uh, around the world and even saved them from the dark ages. Um, there have been criticisms in the past that some of the cards presented in America weren't full New Japan shows. This seems to be the first truly full New Japan show presented in America. With you being at the top, how emotional is that for you to see the expansion and to be the catalyst for that? あの、ただ選手はずっとこう新日本プロレス、プロレスの
それを、えー、持って来られるってことがとても嬉しく思うし、えー、そのもう一つの価値観で、えー、これからアメリカでも勝負していきます。I'm so, I'm,、uh, I'm so pleased to have、uh, bring、um, the value of new fights of New Japan to the States. And we will、um, we'll try and try expanding with this value from now on, too. Thank you. Thank you. So, one of the most visually Appealing things besides just your professional wrestling has always been your hairstyles.、Yeah. What, do you, what do you do? Do you, do you, do you have a, like a team of hairstylists or do you come up with the idea yourself to either braid them or change the color or do the cut? Because、yeah. I always look forward to what hairstyle、yep. is the ace coming out when he wrestles. What, 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 what goes on with the hair? タンさんを代表するものってやっぱプロレスがありますけれども、はい、それとあの、まあ、別にあのやっぱ髪型っていうのもすごく特徴的ですと、はい、でその髪型を、まあ、いろいろブレース変えられたり色を変えられたりとかすることに関して、まあ、チームがいらっしゃるのか、はい、ともご自分で今日はこんなふうにしていこうかっていうふうに、うんえー、決められてるんでしょうかとあ、えー、日本にいる時は、えー、あの行きつけのえー、ヘアスタイリストさん美容師さんに、えー、相談して、えー、ヘアセットしてもらってますねはい When I'm,、um, when I am, when I'm in Japan、um, there is a hair stylist hair stylist of me and I always、uh, talk and、um, you know, what discuss what, what, what I should do and, and... えー、僕がこう後ろ髪を伸ばしているのは、フェライワーズやヤングの時に、プロレスファンの時に、プロレスラーは後ろ髪が長いっていうのがあって、えー、例えば、フォーエグザンプル、長州力とかに憧れた、あのあかっこいいなと思って、で今、えー、いろんな髪型にチャレンジするのは、ファンの方に、えー、それを見て楽しんでほしいからです。はい Um, the reason why I grow hair here is that I,、um, I grew up, when I grew up as a pro wrestling fan,、um, wrestlers like、uh, Choshu Riki, <coughs> Riki Choshu, had a hair, long hair, side hair. So that's the reason. And I also,、uh, the reason to change the hair is, is that、uh, fans, I want fans to、uh, enjoy. That's all. <laughs> First of all, welcome to Texas. Yeah, my pleasure. Speaking of which, you're going to be wrestling tomorrow just minutes from where the Sportatorium was. How much do you know of Texas wrestling history and the Von Erics, for example? I know, but Texas is a good thing. スポーツをずっと料理にしてやろうと思ったんですけど、まあ、伝統、はいあのまあ、いろいろテキサスのプロレスの歴史がありますけれども、はい、そのプロレスを、まあ、される以外にテキサスでの,そのプロレスについてはどう思われますかあよく分かんないですけどあのテキサスは、えー、スタン・ハンセンの,、ね、あのイメージが強いです。うん
Um, to be honest with you, I don't really know, but uh, I ha I've got I got a uh, impression that um, I have a um, Stan Hansen yep. image is big. Yeah. Fans of New Japan Pro Wrestling always like to speculate about how injured you are going into your matches. So let's hear from the ace himself. How healthy are you right now, and how will you endure this year's climax? そうそう。で、この<笑> 僕が42なんてオールですなんですけど、え、そういった中でどういう戦いを見せるかと、え、もう一回時代を転んでいきます。さあ、ラストエプロ、あ、アイインジュレンス、あ、ヘラサージュリー、マイニー、あ、ナマ
ャリーボンゲアリその前も投げてないし、ま投げてたな過去の話ですけどね。まああの今新日本プロレスにはたくさんチャンピオンベルトがあるわけで、この今チャンピオンベルトっていうのはそんなに何本も何本も必要なのかと。このベルトは今何の
before, I took this belt from Ibushi. Um, I used to uh, throw this belt around, and you know, like you know. But uh, after I took uh, this belt from Ibushi, I haven't um, doing such things. Um, I was doing that because I was not clear what is this belt is for because there are many champion belts or I mean um, sorry some champion belts are in New Japan so I was not sure what exactly this belt is for but now that I have a, a purpose to obtain this belt as well as IWGP Heavyweight Championship belt um, I will do my best to get the IWGP and I will not uh, treat the belt like that but I still don't get what this belt means though okay. Arigato um, I was wondering if I could uh, get your comments or your opinions on facing your stablemate Shingo in this year's G1 同じ、え、ロスインゴベルナブルスでハポンは18歳の時ですね。今から19年前にレスラーになる前に出会って、ま、その時から意識していた選手ではあるんですけども、うん、今回この今現在今年の g 1 Um, we lost in Gobernabeleste Hapon. Um, we always compete each other so that we can be uh, um, become a better and better group. So uh, we don't think um, co competing each other in the uh, loss in Gobernabeleste Hapon doesn't really uh, matter. But uh, with uh, Shingo Takagi, um, I've been having some um, spe special um, feeling with him when I first met uh, when I was um, 18 years old before I become pro wrestler. So, um, oh sorry, and after um, four wrestlers from Los Lingo Bernabeles de Japón entered in the G1 Climax 29, I wanted to compete with Takagi. So when I discovered I will be competing with him, 
I was so excited. And um, right, what comes in my mind for the first time, thinking about G1 Climax, is that um, uh, 4th of August in Osaka with uh, Shingo Takagi. So that's what I'm uh, excited about the most, and I'm um, looking forward to facing him. Um, so you've won the G1 Climax twice before, and both times lost in your IWGP title match in the Dome. Um, with many thinking that you're the favorite to win this year's tournament, uh, do you feel like it's make or break for you to win the title uh, at Wrestle Kingdom this year? And how devastating would a loss be? I know. So your question is uh, how it's gonna change his uh, like, you know uh, for wrestling after if if he wins uh, G1 Climax. My question is he's challenged Okada twice before in the dome, and if he wins, he would likely face him in the dome again, and he's had two losses. So does he feel like for his career, for his legacy? It's imperative that he beat him this third time if he does win. Um, and if he were to lose to him a third time, how devastating could that be?僕いいかもしれないし、まあ、負けられたら3度負けることになるので、そのダメージっていうのはあの、まあ、どんどんな風に考えられてますかっていう質問ですね。ちょっと直訳です。はい。なるほど。ああ。うん。昔日本にいた
まあなんか明確な理由はないですけどねその自信しかないですねまあこれも全てはデス・ディの運命ってことですよね So, um, once in Japan, there is a, a saying in the progressing no wrestlers will think about the days after he is beaten. But I tend to think about it.、Um, and I'm trying to think about the days after I lost. So, in this tournament,、um, I'm going, if I、uh, go s up, then I will face with Okada. But this time, I cannot imagine I'm, I'll, I'll be、uh, losing against Okada. Before, and, and I, I lost him twice. But,、um, I'm so confident that I'll be winning him over him this time. I don't know why, but I have a confidence. And it's a, it's a destino. I'm destined to win. We have time for one more question. Emily?、Um, Evil versus Sonata, who is going to win? ふだんタッグを組んでこうすぐそばで真田イービルのことを見てますが真田からはすごく余裕を感じますね。というのは今年の。3月のニュージャパンあー違うなニュージャパンカップで、えー、準優勝かなしまして、まあ、その時の自信っていうのがすごい見えますねなので真田はすごく今冷静でそして自信に満ち溢れてる感じがしますね、まあ、そんな中イービルはうーんやはり真田への対抗意識すごくライバル意識というか意識してるなっていうのはすごく近くにいて感じるしあと高木慎吾っていう選手が入ってきて一番刺激を受けてるのはもしかしたらイービルなんじゃないのかなとその辺のこう悔しさとか現状への悔しさ不満というかそういうものをすごく今回の G1 クライマックス特に対真田戦にぶつけてくるんじゃないかなと思うので。今現在2人が並んだ時真田が勝つような気はするけどでも実際この2人が戦ってみたら今回俺はいいビルが勝つんじゃないかなと思ってます So I you know I usually、um, I'm watch them watch Sanada and Evil、uh, very closely and they are tagging Um, Sanada is currently he's really、uh, relaxed and calm, and he's really, he seems confident after New Japan Cup. And while、uh, Evil 
uh, he seems to have uh, some rivalry against uh, uh, Sanada. And also, uh, appearance of uh, Shingo Takagi uh, is been, you know, um, making some um, impact on his attitude as well, in my opinion. So, all those uh, feelings like uh, bitterness and not um, not fulfilled with uh, what he has been done. Um, he's gonna put he's gonna put those uh, emotions into and um, transform those uh, negative um, emotions into uh, energy and especially in in the match with Sanada. So at this moment, I think Sanada could win, but this time with those negative uh, those uh, energy. Ibu may be able to win. Does that, does that make sense? Yes. Oh. Gracias. <laughs> De nada. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Keeping It Strong Style. We'll see you next time.